Our money doctor, John Lowe, is with us. It's Tuesday afternoon, of course, so he is here to go through your questions. Uh, his website, moneydoctor.ie, he's also the author of the best-selling Money Doctor Finance Annuals, and he's an all-round good egg. John Lowe, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jonathan. Um, not sure what the weather is where you are, but the sun is bringing out the shoppers here in Cork, which which is a good thing. But uh, it would seem that the Irish shoppers are becoming a much more discerning bunch, where once they were loyal, um, now they seem to be willing to shop around for the best value. They certainly are, Jonathan. And actually, it goes back to my philosophy, ensure best value. You know, you're asking those two questions. Do I need it, number one? And number two, is there a better or cheaper alternative? Well, the last three months, the, these are figures from Cantar World panel, show that uh, Dunn Store's market share fell 5.5% to 21.6%. Now, they're number two in the pecking order, but they're only now 2% um, behind the number three, which is SuperValue, who went 03 uh, higher to 19.6%. Of course, Tesco are still continue to dominate uh, that uh, market share. They got 28.8%. But uh, as you mentioned, the, 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 the two big kind of German giants, uh, Aldi, uh, they posted the biggest gain. Now, admittedly, it's at a lower uh, level, um, they they kind of went twenty five point two percent increase to five point seven percent, but that's not too. In fact, it's actually point two percent in front of would you believe Superquin. So they've already overtaken Superquin, and so have uh, Little. Uh, their market share rose two point two percent to six point seven percent. So all those kind of um, you know cheaper uh, stores uh, and and the image that they portray, uh, because you can still get very good quality and very good uh, bargains even in the main um, supermarkets. But their, their, their advertising is, is excellent, I have to say. There are there 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 used to be an attitude among shoppers that they wouldn't be seen dead in Little and Aldi. That that's well and truly gone now at this point. Oh, isn't absolutely. It? I mean, uh, you know, e- even kind of using the voucher system, I mean, you can still have cut out vouchers. Something that I, I would also recommend: uh, newspaper vouchers or or uh, magazine vouchers, or even you know, there's lots of these discounts uh, online that you can avail of. You're sounding like an owl with <laughs> your vouchers as you go away. Well, I'm serious. I mean, if you have, uh, I I could tell you a story or two, but that are very humorous but you know you can use these to your advantage it's all about saving money Jonathan at the end of the day it's about saving money and what, what I find interesting is when they do send you out the vouchers nowadays they know exactly what you bought in your shop because everything is scanned through so they try and tailor the vouchers to your needs so that, that's right. everything, everything is being done to try and lure you back and get the loyalty that that, that, it, that is creeping out of the system we'll talk a little bit more about that later on the programme yeah. uh, we were talking about student loans in the past as well and, and there was a mention of Bank of Ireland I think they, they had a specific product but they're not alone they're not alone no I in fact I received a very nice note from uh, uh, St. Charles Credit Union in Tume. Uh, and this is after the Bank of Ireland launched their uh, 5.5% for four years. And after four years, it reverts to 9.7%, Jonathan. But they're offering uh, similar 5.5% St. Charles. Now, I have to say there's 409 credit unions. I think they're an absolutely brilliant institution. Um, and, they're, and they're also far more flexible and friendly, I'd have to say, than usually the, the institution that you might go into. But uh, at the same time, not every one of those credit unions are allowed to lend and not everyone will have um, th- those kind of rates because uh, they are independent. Each one is independent. And, and you can find the credit unions vary from, from branch to branch. But this particular one, St. Giles, and there was a, a chap called Alan Shaw, who's the uh, uh, development manager, uh, senior business manager there, who sent me this note, and which I thank him for. But as I said, at least they're, they're trying to uh, compete with the, big, the bigger boys in, in the country. 
Yeah, well, that's good. But and that's the also thing is, your, your, your credit union is is your local. It's probably your aunt or your cousin behind the counter who knows you. It's easier to go and try and get money off them than to go Absolutely. and get it off the bank. But this came about, Jonathan, by the way, because of a significant rise in student demand in the credit unions themselves. Uh, of course, we're going back now uh, to, to college, and it's two thousand two hundred and fifty just for the registration fees. That's beside anything else. So um, the, 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 they have noticed a significant rise in uh, student loan demands. Okay, um, let's talk about uh, the questions that have come in now because uh, lots of them to try and get through. Jim in Donegal is where we'll start. He says he bought silver a few years ago. Uh, He wanted to sell it, but Ireland doesn't seem to have anywhere that will take it. Uh, Some advice for Jim, please. Well, uh, yes, you can. I mean, silver, and you probably know, Jonathan, is the devil's medal. And if people don't know why it's called the devil's medal, you know, the Judas and the 30 pieces of silver. Uh, It's currently around about 27 per troy ounce, $27 per troy ounce. And you can buy it and and sell it. and virtually, uh, lo- uh, jewellers actually all over the country will take it. But there's also things like uh, uh, online uh, firms like Goldcore or Gold.ie and even SwissGold.cf. Um, they will actually trade um, uh, physically with the gold. But remember, there's no VAT on on on, uh, on gold, but there is on silver. If if it's uh, and if it's pre-circulated, there's uh, a VAT liability. But if you've paid it within the EU, then there's no further liability. Uh, you know, people say that you should have about 10% um, of your portfolio in a precious metal. Silver would be maybe, could be part of that. Now, I would stretch uh, and state, state that uh, gold has reached the dizzy heights of $40 per troy ounce. But uh, it's been pretty steady for the last few months. OK, should he sell it or hold on to it now, given well, the price? Well, I think that, again, you know, it's at still at a good price and it depends on what his needs are. You know, as I said, if his silver uh, is less than that 10% of his total portfolio, maybe he might be better off hanging on to it. Next question. Um, Money Doc, I and my wife have a mortgage with a county council since 2006. We got separated in 2010. My ex is still living in the house. I'm living in Dublin now. No one is paying the mortgage since then. Uh, she is paying a very small amount, um, which is about 40 euros a month. So we're now at 19 grand behind. I'm self-employed. She isn't working. I want to get rid of my name uh, on this home. What options do I got? P.S. It wasn't my choice to leave the house, if that makes any difference. I don't oh think it gosh. does, but uh, again, this this is obviously a bad breakup, and he wants to get to, to walk away on this, but. Uh, there are very strict rules I would there imagine are. Well I'm really sorry and sad it's sad to hear this you know the county council home uh, would have been keenly valued I'm, I'm quite sure you know in 2006 when they bought it and I doubt you would have had the severe drop in values uh, that the non-county council homes would have suffered uh, to date I might have. what to do I, first of all I would say do not ignore um, uh, the, the, the people in the county council you, you know it would be madness just to do nothing so you both have to meet up discuss communicate negotiate as I say is the the first rule, Johnson, of, of uh, debt, uh, communicate, negotiate. So the strategy is to go with the county council. And for instance, if you're the only breadwinner, they're hardly likely to allow you to remove your name from this mortgage. Uh, they obviously cannot allow this to continue, though, but especially if there are children, they may be agreeable to allow the family to pay whatever they can just for the moment. Um, but I would suggest, you know, and again, if, if you have no family, uh, they may just simply say, look, you know, sell it or we repossess. Uh, but I would suggest that you both do up a budget 
budget. Obviously, you're, you're both leading your own lives. Um, and one for the ex-wife's family is going to be applicable because that uh, gentleman is going to have to uh, pay some maintenance towards the family if there's children there. Yeah, and the then one line, for he, can't wa- he can't walk away, which is presumably no, he, what he, he wants to do. He can't walk away. And, and he'd have to do one for himself as well. But it is really about, you know, um, you know, getting the focus on his own business as well because that's key. Income is the number one uh, asset, Jonathan. And without income, you know, the whole thing falls down. So, um, so to, to maintain the focus on that, then maintain the focus on communication, in particular with the ex-wife. Uh, Dara says, I have a tracker at 0.8% above the ECB. I owe 62 grand and I will soon be getting a lump sum of 20 grand, which he wants to use towards the mortgage. Is it better to make one lump payment or increase the monthly payment to the equivalent on 20 grand over the next two years? Well, Derek, great news. You have 20 grand coming into your pocket and I'm glad you want to get rid of some of your mortgage, but how is the best way to do it? Well, you know, how brilliant is this, Jonathan? I mean, 62,000 of mortgage, that's a low mortgage for the first. And then, mm. just to cap it all, he's got a, he's got a tracker at 0.8%. So his total um, uh, amount is 1.55%. So just to answer the specific question, it would be better to pay off the one lump sum payment rather than spread it out over the coming years because by doing it now, the capital or what you owe is immediately reduced and therefore will attract less interest because there's less to repay. So that's the answer to the question. But it doesn't make sense in my view. You know, you can earn more on deposit than you than you can, you know, with the uh, interest that you will save from paying off the mortgage. And the other factors are, you know, he has 20, if this is 20,000, it's coming into his, what other kind of monies does he have? Uh, does he have a rainy day fund? I keep talking, Jonathan, about, you know, having three to six months annual income, net annual income in a rainy day fund. And and that's for all sorts of things, the emergencies, a sudden loss of income, or even that investment opportunity. So, I mean, even if this person was to hold off, Dara was to hold off the payment until at least the interest rates start to rise. And I can tell you, inevitably, they will. And that could be maybe two to three years time. It might make more sense to hold off. OK, Dara, hopefully that answers your question. Paul Mack says, whatever happened to the additional mortgage interest relief for boom buyers announced in the last budget? I never got it. Paul Mack, I'm going to point a <laughs> finger here at your lender because it's most likely there. Am I it right, is, John? It is absolutely right, John, because all the lenders, uh, 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 from what I have uh, learned, are right up, bang up to date. And there's obviously a problem uh, somewhere along the line. Uh, so the first point of port of call I would do is go back to the lender and find out precisely why he hasn't got that. But they're all up to date. Uh, I know that there were two lenders, also Bank being one of them, were, were a little bit um, behind in their orders, as, as the bacon slicer once said. Uh, but but uh, they're now up to date anyway. All right. Um, the next one, Emer. if I had a prize for the most unique question ever sent in to the money doctor, this would be it. And I'm absolutely intrigued as to what your answer will be, John Lowe. What does the money doctor think of investing in rare metals like palladium and rhodium? Probably with the days, Jonathan, when you used to watch Sunday night at the London Palladium and very very few people knew that it was a theatre, let alone a metal. Um, as I keep saying that it is prudent to have about 10% of your portfolio in precious metals. These are two precious metals, obviously. Um, and some of, of the listeners may think they've missed the boat. Palladium, by the way, just again to um, put a, a kind of a name on it, uh, is mainly used in catalytic converters. So when uh, President Obama, uh, you know, back the US Motor Giants a couple of years ago with massive sums of money into the system, uh, cars were more produced. So there's more catalytic converters, more palladium. The price soared. I mean, 
there's it's incredible. I mean, rhodium, for instance, back in 2007, I'm looking at a chart here, went to over $10,000 per troy ounce. It's currently uh, lying at $1,080 per troy ounce. Uh, the same with, uh, well, not so much, you know, rhodium or palladium. Palladium went to over 1000 maybe nearly $1,100 per troy ounce back in uh, 2009. It's now $576. So you can see it's quite substantially more than, say, the gold. Uh, and gold currently, you know, is, is okay. roughly around about the um, uh, 1600 uh, price. So you need to have a lot of money so if you're you'd have to, to have a lot. I mean, it's, it's okay. what to do. I, I think they're fab, but if you have a few troy ounces, hold on to them. If Jim has uh, Jim had difficulty earlier getting rid of the silver, can you imagine how difficult it is to get rid of rhodium <laughs> and palladium? John Lowe, our money doctor, podcasted as always on iTunes on the News Talk website. We'll talk to you next week, John. Thank you, John.